0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Goldbridge Saves Football podcast, which is on a podcast, but is also now visual on YouTube. So we've got lots to talk about, haven't we, Will?
1: Yes, great to meet you in the flesh. I thought it was one of those ones where you were sort of a catfish, but no, it turns out you are real. Uh, You're not AI, and it's lovely to meet you. I've played the game. I'm absolutely real, and we've
0: got loads of stuff to talk about on the show. We've got a really good idea for you to get involved in as well in the comments. We're going to do a a title race, Combined eleven. It's a big Super Saturday. Man City play Chelsea, Arsenal play Burnley and Liverpool are playing away to Brentford, all on Saturday but we thought it'd be quite good to do a combined three-way because we quite like that idea everyone's into double doubling up and we're going to go with a threesome
1: yeah, lovely threesome to open the Goldbridge Arms. I think that's really sort of a sign of intent. And uh, yeah, threesomes all round, I think.
0: Yep. Yeah, don't forget, we are visual on YouTube as well, if you want to get involved in that. And if you're watching on YouTube and you don't think you can watch all of it, you've got to pop down the shop. So you just think, you know what? I'd rather listen to this in the garden. Then put it in your ed- ears. Link's in the description. You can listen to us on the podcast. And you can listen to Tuesday's episode, which wasn't visual. Um, right, lots to get into. Well, we've got Goldbridge as well. It's getting. It wasn't a great week for us last week. As nah. a bit of a spoiler. Thank <laughs> But uh, we'll update you on that. I think I'm going to have a good week this week. We've got some cracking either ors. We're revisiting what we said on Wednesday as well with De Bruyne against Salah. This has turned into, you know, sometimes somebody just does a little video of themselves doing something and it goes viral. Uh, It's almost like, you know, a a tiny speck of snow starts an avalanche. Well, a little throwaway comment in a video about who's the best player in the Premier League, Salah or De Bruyne, has certainly kicked it off in the comments of the video on Wednesday. So we're going to do a definitive either or on that as well. But let's start off some fantastic games coming up, um, Premier League, top of the table. What do we got?
1: Well, we're going to start off with the title race combined eleven. Uh, me and you like to have battles. We've gone to head to head, and surprisingly, I've won quite a lot of those because you know this is your audience, and a lot of people like to wash your car, but they've been very receptive to me, which is really nice. You obviously didn't see the last one where Brexit will did a Premier League British
0: eleven, and I did a foreign eleven. And well, look, you know, you can't you can't be winning polls when you've got seventy percent of the audience on your yeah, side. Yeah, but that was just a bit in the road. Slide. That's it's an a, avalanche. It's
1: a, it's a it's a long journey. It's not just a little. Race. You know, Mark, since we started using AirUp, it feels like there's been a genuine uplift in our day-to-day. How's it been your end? I couldn't agree more, Will. With AirUp, every sip is a revelation. It harnesses the science of scent,
0: transforming plain water into a flavourful journey without any additives.
1: And speaking of enjoyment, did you hear how AirUp even played a part in getting Wayne Rooney out of Birmingham City? No, they didn't. We're not talking about Birmingham City. Just get on with the ad read. Okay. seriously, though, don't miss out on this. It's not just about staying hydrated. It's about upgrading your hydration game. Check out uk.airup.com or follow the link in our show notes to grab your bottle it's amazing how a simple change like this can make such a big
0: difference and remember listeners get a special 10 percent off site wide with code gold 10 but hurry it's only for the next
1: seven days so what are you waiting for dive into the world of flavor infused hydration without the extra calories or fuss air up isn't just a product it's a lifestyle change we fully embraced and now it's time to get back to our show
0: Okay, so as we know, this Premier League race is hotting up. Arsenal, fantastic last couple of results. West Ham and Liverpool, they've put themselves right back into it, Will. And um, we're, we're we're different on here. We're always open to your ideas. Get into the comments. But uh, we're not going to do a combined Liverpool and Man City uh, uh, Premier that. League title race. We've done what we've yeah, already done. done that, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But not many people have done a three-way combined because it's a three-way title race. Do you genuinely believe that?
1: Yeah, I mean, the last couple of weeks, I've just got very excited because I've kept talking it up, haven't I, on the podcast that we could get three, four, five teams in there it faded away I've forgotten something what have you forgot? It's, it's, it's worth interrupting we're giving away a prize Will
0: oh, nice. we're giving away a prize wow. well I tell you what I'm glad I forgot because you know what will happen? People who've gone off, I don't like this, after two minutes, they've missed out. It's it's the loyal people who get it. I did it on purpose. I didn't forget. I got these for the Sidemen Charity Game from Callux. They are no two ways trainers. Now, look, there's no two ways about it. They're fantastic trainers. Uh, They retail at probably quite a lot of money. Um, I can sign them if you want. That probably devalues them. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. But uh, they do have the, um, one of them actually says something about the Sidemen game on it. It doesn't matter. They're a size nine. They just aren't my sort of trainer. So I kept the other ones that I do like. But these are very nice, I think, Will.
1: I think it's very noble of you. Like, they are a very good trainer. I could probably suit them. But great at your age that you say, no, this is where I draw the line. But the audience, you can have them. And they're great A trainer.
0: Yeah, look, we've got a very diverse and uh, wide range demographic. If you want to get a pair of these, get into the comments All you've got to do is give us your combined, see what I did there, your combined Arsenal, Man City and Liverpool 11. Uh, Give us your at Instagram or, Instagram's better actually. Give us a follow on Instagram at Mark Gold, at Goldbridge Mark.
1: And if I follow you, you've basically won.
0: Yeah, so I'm not creeping. Give us your combined 11 of Arsenal, City and Liverpool. Um, Put your Instagram at there. We'll pick a winner and get in contact with you on Monday. So yeah, I'm
1: I'm glad I remembered that. So look, Let's go. Goalkeeper. Well, I think there's no debate in this. I think we've both agreed it's Alisson.
0: 100%. Alisson over Edison and Raya. Yeah, right back.
1: Well, we are gone for a 4-3. Should three. be me now, really. Yeah, go on then. You yeah. go on then. Right back. It's either Walker
0: or White or Trent. It's got to be Trent. It's got to be Trent.
1: I've actually gone for Carl Walker on mine. Wow. In terms of a 4-3-3, if I'm looking to be a bit more defensive, Trent has definitely got a lot better at that. We've talked about that at length, but what? I still We're going
0: want... for the title, why are we going for the defense? It's Birmingham City mentality. Every
1: every good title winning team has got a strong foundation. No. So yes. that. We'll be playing Luton and I'm... Burnley. We're going on the front foot, mate. I'm not I'm not denying that Trent has definitely got better defensively, but no well, he's crap defensively. I think No, we all no, know he's that. Not that no he's not that crap. He's, yeah. yeah. he's not he's not quite He's not What's your tone, you?
0: I I admit like any Liverpool fan, that Trent isn't great defensively. But going forward, we are try to win the title, not the bloody FA trophy. Yeah, but if we're
1: playing against Jeremy Doku and he's exposing us down the right-hand side, then I'm drawing start... the line on this. I can tell what the challenge is I thought it was me versus you. No, I went first
0: on this one. Okay. Yeah, we're doing it together, mate. Oh, wow. It's a bloody podcast. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. I've, I, you Tell you what, we get one overall. Okay. I'm overruling you on that on one. On that? At yeah, right yeah, back? Yeah, yeah. You sure you want to override yeah, me right back? Yeah, Bash? I'm going to go with that. Because uh, what, what about when we run out of overrules? Goldbridge saves football not not wow. Will saves you, football you've just ruined Still it haven't,
1: I've got a pint again either you've just ruined it because I've actually got Eddie and Kettier as my number 9 so yeah, okay, you've, okay, you've okay, blown me a chance okay, there, so. Okay. So we've got it my pick now Trent at right back yeah. okay, Go, what's your centre back pairing I've gone for my pairing to be Virgil van Dijk and William Saliba
0: yeah I've got no, I've got no, you, no well you don't like,
1: like. Ruben Diaz I don't like Ruben Diaz. Um, uh, I actually had a dream about Ruben Diaz the other day. Right. Are you having these dreams or are these actually just... Are you making these up for the podcast? No, I
0: have weird dreams. I have weird dreams all the time. The other day, I came out of filming a podcast, walked into my living room, and it was full, an inch deep with orange. I stormed into the hallway. Orange juice.
1: Orange juice.
0: Stormed into the the living room, out into the hallway, and I said... I know you did it, Freddy. Come down here for a fight. And Freddy Cougar came down and we just started fighting. Not I've Got loads of cuts.
1: No, not flint tough.
0: Yeah, I have weird dreams. Anyway, I had this dream. I was stood there talking to Jack Grealish and I went, I think Diaz is shit. And he tapped me on the shoulder, turned around and there he was.
1: And I went, I still think you're shit. And then he took his top off and he wanted a fight. That's definitely... Because you'd definitely bottle that if he said... If he oh, well, I right, wake
0: myself up. You know when you wake yourself up and go...
1: Rrr. Sorry.
0: When you've been being, uh, being attacked by a shot. Anyway, no, I agree with that centre-back pairing. Left-backs me, um, not Ben me. I'm going to go with... Um, it's obvious. Wait a minute. I'm, my brain's thinking. You, I've done my research, mate. I'm ready to go. What, you got Andy Robertson? Yeah. Yeah, because we're not doing injured players, are we? Yeah, no, that's fine. Just,
1: this is the best... Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. I've been it took thinking. you a bit too long.
0: Yeah, but I, I was thinking people would be going, you've got to do it on form. You don't have to do it on form. It's our rules. It's um, good job you're not doing Into it. the midfield, holding midfielder.
1: Holding midfielder, Rodri.
0: Yeah, so Declan Rice ain't going to make it. Well, no. Well, We're not going defensive. We're trying to win the bloody league. Yeah. We're not playing Rice and Rodri. What are they going to do? Hold hands. Your turn to take it off the back four. My turn. Chuckle Brothers.
1: No. Big big, big buildings need strong foundations. Oh, he's God. So defensive.
0: No wonder he likes Southgate. Rodri, I agree with. Uh, yeah, I agree with. And I would play next to Rodri as my number eight. I'm going to play. Oh, it's tough because I would like to put Bernardo Silva in there. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with I, I do like I do like Alexi McAllister. He's a little bit deeper. I'm gonna go Bernardo Silva. Sod it, yeah. I think Man City's midfield is elite.
1: All right. Well, I've Kevin De Bruyne. I've got in there to make the third. Yeah, I'd go De
0: Bruyne as well. So my that's other a one.
1: full Manchester City. Yeah. No Odegaard. No. No. Could we bring Phil Foden back in there? That's still Man City. McAllister, Saboslai.
0: Look, I, I think what Klopp's done is great to rebuild that midfield, but we're only seven months in. Yeah, I think the Arsenal midfield, Odegaard's not been as good this season as he was last year and Rice has been brilliant. So they're still building. I just think, look, I don't like Man City, but I can respect the fact that Rodri, Bernardo Silva and De Bruyne, they, they, yeah. they are on a level, aren't they? I'd love to bring a Liverpool or Arsenal player in, but I just don't think yet...
1: Do you think when because we're in the the current time right now? Do you think we'll look back on that specific three, especially if they end the season with another treble or whatever they end up with, as sort of your Busquets, Iniesta, Xavi in the future?
0: No, no, but I think that's that,
1: your city bias there. No, I in. think
0: I think they're good, and I think they're, they're, they're their balance is absolutely fantastic. But give Liverpool another season. Arsenal, if, Arsenal need someone next to Rice and Odegaard that's not Havertz but yeah, yeah. I'd go with that midfield three and, and we're in agreement there let's go right wing then because you've got Saka, Salah and potentially you could play Phil Foden there
1: yeah well I've gone my front three just to reveal all so you can have a go no let's me. do it right wing alright I've gone yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like people who rush it ok well steady on take us, take us. Well. like that sometimes I want another 10 minutes well, I've waited, I've waited minutes. 6 months for this 10 seconds um, Bakayo Saka yeah. No. Salah. Well, okay, i have Salah. I've got Salah and Saka. But and I think you can uh, be accommodating. Him pos- you're
0: moving them out of position, aren't you?
1: Well, who are you gonna have on the left then?
0: Well, let's do left first then, because you've got Martinelli. Let's combine this. You've got Martinelli, you've got uh who did do, Docu or Grealish, do- and season. who do Liverpool play on the left. I um, Diaz is decent. Yeah. To be honest Let's let's not mess about here. I don't know whether Saka or Salah off the left works. I think it's a little bit lazy to do it.
1: Because they are very left foot But what's worse, leaving one of those out of the team? I yeah. think that's no, criminal. No,
0: no. I, I acknowledge, let's put Saka and Salah there, but I also acknowledge the chat and going, you bottled it and you should have put one of the left wingers there.
1: But who would you have on the right? Salah, do well, Salah on the right and he's the better off the right.
0: I like um, Saka's left foot crosses as well. But the but but the flip side of that is we haven't seen Saka or Salah play on the left for God knows how
1: long. True. But I, I think it is more criminal to leave them on the bench and then... Force feeding a Martinelli, a Doku, someone like that. That's just my opinion. If
0: I had to choose, I'd go Salah over Saka. And if I had to choose an actual left winger, I'd probably go, oh, Luis Diaz is good, but he's been very, very. I'd probably it'd be close between Martinelli. The fact that we're not putting either of Man City's wingers in there. I mean, I think Doku is heavily overrated. He had that little run literally and he's uh, yeah, he's
1: promising but look he's not there. The big thing with we, we always do even when Grealish went to Man City like especially with Pep you have to give them time. Yeah, and yeah, the fact yeah. that he started so well coming from another league as well I think that is only going to get better but my overall will be, we have to include Salah and Saka.
0: I'll tell you what, I think the Jack Grealish thing is interesting because I like Grealish. I really liked him at Villa and I know you did and you hate Villa. Yeah. I think at Villa, the way he was playing was fantastic. But I've got you, you've you got to call it out now. I know the first season he was hardly playing and then last season in the treble he was playing and then this year he's not playing again. And I'm just like, I can sort of see through what Man City did there. When they spent 100 million on him, I was like, he ain't worth 100 million. Yeah. And I just think they bought him for the, PR. I
1: think he's a PR signer. Don't spend 100 million on a PR signer. He was one of the best players in the league at that time as well. But he's not a Man City player when I think
0: about Jack Grealish. But he's becoming
1: a Manchester City player though, isn't he?
0: No, but it's so sad because when I look at Jack Grealish, I see a little bit like. Like a Ganacho at United, he gets the ball, he glides past three or four players, plays a pass or has a shot. At Man City is not allowed to do that. It's just, it's such a shame. I think, I actually think Grealish will go, nah, what up, mate? I've got loads of titles and all that. But I, I'll be like, oh, that's a rubbish Jack Grealish impression. I mean, you're
1: literally local to the area. You should I know. be much better.
0: Tommy, I don't know. Anyway, I i just think, yeah, you've got all your titles, but you your actual, I'll, I'll say this to camera, you've got all your titles, put them in the bag. Because you've got him for cheating. You've cheated yourself, Jack. You were an amazing talent flair player and you've killed that for a few titles. Shame on you.
1: If you were in the dream now and he was behind you, would you still be I'm saying that I'm not What's he going to do? P- knock me out with his thighs or his calves? He would knock you out. No, he wouldn't. He'd, whip, he'd give you a hair whip. He beat me in a race. I think it, the one thing for me is from an England perspective as well because especially as an impact sub, he was absolutely fantastic in that Euros and sort of hoping he could bring that on, but I'm saddened. You know, I actually... He I, should they, be in the starting
0: 11. I like Grealish. I remember when Southgate... I like Grealish. I, I remember when they wouldn't pick him. Yeah. Yeah. Loads of, Grealish should probably watch this and go, oh, you an idiot. But I'm not. I actually do it from a point of the fact that I really like your talent and it's been diluted. I really do. Um, if I had to go, I'd go Salah on the right. We'll go Salah and Saka. But if I had to go, I'd go Salah on the right. I'd probably put Martinelli on the left. Yeah, I think he's been brilliant this season. Up front, I presume we're all going for. Uh, for um, no, I've
1: gone an Eddie and Ketty. Yeah, you've got an Eddie. and so You haven't got an overall, so I'm. Uh, that's what I'm going for. He's, he's no, I'm going for Erling Haaland. Yeah. Back to his best as well. I like well. Nunez, but he's not that level. Yeah, I mean, we. I've said it over and over again. We will not know even with Salah, even with Haaland, we will not know what we've had until they've gone because the amount of disrespect that gets thrown about these players is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, okay. So our combined title race 11, the Arsenal-Man City-Liverpool
0: three-way is Alisson in goal, Trent, Saliba, and Van Dijk, Robertson. Man City's midfield of De Bruyne, Silva, and Rodri. And then we're going to go Salah, Saka, and Haaland. I can't do the maths, but I think we've got four Man City players in there.
1: Yeah. We've yeah, got for
0: two. one, two, no three, one at the back. four, five Liverpool players in there. Yeah. And... Arsenal, we've got one. That's ten. What have we done wrong there then?
1: I know we've got we've got Van Dyke. Yeah. Van D- Van Dyke, yeah. Robertson, I think we've got Salah. I think we've got six Man- Liverpool
0: players then. Allison. Oh no, Saka. We've got Saka. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's two. Yeah, two, two Arsenal, five to the Liverpool, and four. What manager would you choose? Klopp. I love Klopp. And and uh, for a Man United fan to say that, and I, 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 you know, I'm not getting clipped up. And oh, he's he's a Farris fan. There are so many Man United fans. <laughs> there are so many Man United fans who actually do like Klopp. He's look, Pep's the opera. Klopp's rock and roll. I prefer rock and roll. You, I've seen you down the opera. I hate the opera.
1: You'd love a little trip to. The I'm, opera. Not, well,
0: I'm not. I'm not crying. If I'm crying in the opera, it's because there's another three hours to go. I all right to cry. Let it I out. I know it is, but I'm not going to cry at the opera.
1: Mm, I, I if I want to win, I'm going Pep. If I want to hug, I want Jurgen Klopp.
0: No, I, I want I want plot. There we go.
1: So get get your comments in below and remember to leave
0: us your Instagram at next to Instagram? Instagram at next to it. Uh, and also don't just copy ours because we're looking for something innovative on the winner. We're not going to give you the trainers if you just copy
1: ours. That's got to be a rule. Also, anyone including Eddie and Ketia as their number nine will instantly be ruled out. Remember, That's this, my is what, joke. this is
0: what we're giving away. So give us your combined Arsenal, Man City, Liverpool, 11 in the comments. You can do it on the Spotify. In fact, do it on Spotify. Do it on Spotify and make it easier. Because, oh, you can do it on YouTube if you want. But give us your Instagram at and we'll get in contact with one of you to send them out. Absolutely fantastic.
1: Well, just building off the back of that as well, a debate we had earlier in the week and it's filtered into this title race combined 11 is who's more important for their team, Kevin De Bruyne or Mo Salah. Now, they're both in our combined three-way 11, easy for me to say. But we've had a lot of back and forth on this.
0: Don't bottle it, Will. It's not who's important for their team. It's who's the best player in the Premier League. Let's ramp it up. Yeah, well, for me... It's a pub debate, this. I
1: I went for Kevin De Bruyne just because of the terms of best all-round ability. I think Kevin De Bruyne has got it all. uh, Just if there was a Zidane-esque film to be created again of just multiple cameras following him in his pomp, now he's got that new hair. We might This might be the Perlow era of Kevin De Bruyne, where he finally... He's been respected... But he finally gets the full respect in this sort of swan song of his career where, I mean, he's going to turn it up for the next three, four months and I'm just very excited to watch him play. It's a good point, you know. Do you think that actually with De Bruyne, this
0: injury has actually enhanced his reputation, that that break of not having De Bruyne for four or five months and then he comes back instantaneously against Newcastle, wins the game, he's done it again and again for the last few weeks. It's almost like you don't know what you've got until it's gone and now, having not had De Bruyne, he comes back into a team half the way through it, and you go, "Oh my God, he's unbelievable!" And, it, and it, there's not really any difference apart from his hair; he's still the same player. But I think it has it has enhanced him, hasn't it? He has his reputation. He has, if it was possible, almost become more respected.
1: Well. Y- we call him the quarterback and if he's done mm. anything like NFL, if he's just been sat at home five months going, right, this hole's there, I can pick up that spot there, Pep's playing this, I know where I can get my positions, learn, educate and because everything is becoming more formal more system based, mm. it's probably easy, not easier for him but he's so intelligent to know, I'll just move half a yard there and I've got that angle. I mean that ball to Oscar Bob that won in the game yeah, against Newcastle absolutely fantastic Mahomes-esque
0: yeah. I, I I think De Bruyne is a fantastic player and I think you're right I think he nails the modern game which is just so structured I, I, I'm I starting to despair with it we mentioned Grealish there yeah. this modern game which Pep has mastered and a lot of people copy it's so based on passing out from the back pressing from the front playing through the passing lanes you know dropping into this space playing this pass playing this it's so structured and Kevin De Bruyne obviously suits that I want to see football evolve I want to see more people taking people on, of course. But De Bruyne uh, Bruyne is absolutely fantastic. And of course, we're in the pub. We're in the Goldbridge Arms. And with regards to that, we want to see conversations that you can walk into a pub and keep those pubs going. And not only in the Goldbridge Arms, I reckon you could walk into any pub in England and America and Australia and any other country that has pubs. I think you could walk into a stranger's pub Yes. In most areas, don't do this because there are some bad areas where you won't walk out, stoke. But walk into any pub in England and go, De Bruyne versus Salah, who's the better player? You won't have to buy a drink for the rest of the night because people will be like, this is a conversation I want to have with you for the next half an hour. You're an interesting bloke. What's your tipple? Yeah. Yeah, what
1: is your tipple? Baby sham. No, come now on. you're a get out, you bard. I was on the 0 Guinness this week, an absolutely lovely tipple. We need to get some drinks if they for want to the sponsor one. the podcast.
0: Well, we've got plenty of space. Well, we're doing all right, but we have got plenty of space. We've got the scampi fries behind you. Yeah, yeah. Love that.
1: Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to go Mo Salah. And, and you fully believe this as well.
0: I do fully believe this, and I want people to get... We'll, we'll do this on the Spotify. Um, we do a poll on the Spotify. So Salah or De Bruyne, who's the best player in the Premier League, unless you think somebody else is... If you do, you're wrong. I will go Mo Salah because I think his consistency of quality over the Premier League uh, has, has matched De Bruyne. Um, I also think he's done it in a team that doesn't have the quality of Manchester City, which is harder. And also I think that with Mo Salah, he's just the player. I like wingers. I like players that get me off my seat. I like players that take people on and I, Again, De Bruyne is a more structured player, whereas whereas I think Mo Salah is a more flair-like player. It's a personal preference, Will. And also, I actually think he's massively disrespected by the football purists because I never hear him mentioned, and maybe De Bruyne as well, when we're talking about Ballon d'Ors, it's never Mo Salah, Mm. it's never Kevin De Bruyne, it's Erling Haaland, it's Kylian Mbappe. And yet, they are the two best players in the Premier League, which is the best league in the world. I think if Mo Salah was from Brazil or Portugal, he would get a hell of a lot. It's a little bit, little bit like Son. They're from, It's you know, it's not. It's nothing to do with where they're born. I think they're just from countries that don't traditionally produce the world's best player. Well,
1: it's going to be interesting now, isn't it? Because we, it feels like we're coming out of the Messi-Ronaldo era. But He's we, probably
0: a bit old though too, aren't they?
1: Well, yeah, that's what I mean. But yeah, and Kevin De Bruyne always feels like he just gets that injury at the wrong time mm. or just something affects him. But I feel and generally believe that we're probably going to the Jude Bellingham era. You're probably right. Because I hope so. He, I mean, he could win it for the next. If if they win the Champions League in the Liga, he'll be the top goal scorer, and then he could be going into a Euros and lifting it for England.
0: Jude Bellingham or Kobe Mainu era, definitely.
1: Right, don't get silly. I'm. What you're doing is not helping Mainu there.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm joking. I'm doing it. for Well, a don't joke. Joking that... context. Yes. Get your comments in. He thinks De Bruyne because he probably looks a little bit like him. That's, I've gone with Mo Salah. The There's said. no facial recognition there. It's just pure quality. You could
1: you, you get Mo Salah's hair? Now we're talking.
0: Yeah, I'd probably get cancelled for that. People would take it the wrong way.
1: Um, right. We wanted to have a little chat about going into the weekend as well. Huge. We t- speak a lot about the title race. We've already done it. The games this weekend: Manchester City versus Chelsea. We'll come on to that. But do you see any of them dropping points? Mm.
0: I, 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 I think Brentford, Liverpool's tough.
1: I feel like Chelsea are. are a turning the I'd corner. I'd love it if they
0: beat them. A little bit. I Give mean, me some that, headphones, I'll bloody love it if they beat them.
1: The victory against um, Brentford on Monday? Chelsea? Who are you talking about? Chelsea. No, no, Palace. Crystal Palace, yeah. sorry. They, they, they were I've, crap though. They yeah. were crap. Um, but just and even the performance against Villa I know they weren't very good then but hopefully I mean the last game was 4-4 Manchester City versus Chelsea so if we can have that as a football neutral that would be good the main one for us is we want Man City to be dropping points because that feels like it opens up a little bit more but I think we'll come here on Monday to record and everyone will add three points
0: yeah Liverpool away to Brentford uh, Burn uh, Arsenal away to Burnley yeah. yeah and then Man City at home to Chelsea. I think all three of them need to win because you don't want to lose any ground in a weekend like that. I think the hardest one is probably Brentford for Liverpool, but I'd expect them to win that. What I would say about Chelsea is they do they are that sort of team that are so crap when you watch them against Forest or Palace, but actually when they play the Villas yeah. and the Man Cities, they do tend to step up and I think that's be, I think that's a pride thing. I think when you've got Thiago Silva, Enzo Fernandez, that that they what they they they, they seem to be able to step it up against better players, but they struggle against the lesser players. But uh, I'd love him to get something, but I think all three of those win. Um, interestingly, we may... Actually, we should probably do this next week. We should do a combined Man, uh, Man United, Spurs and Villa eleven as well, because that top four but Newcastle race, in there? No, they're not in there, are they?
1: No, but I mean, they could get I back I think in Chelsea they?
0: might catch Newcastle.
1: Well, I mean... There's do, a little wager for you. Do you want who's, to do that now?
0: Who's, who's going to finish higher, Newcastle or Chelsea? There's I only think, a couple of points between them, isn't I there?
1: mean, I... Fool is me if I doubt Eddie Howe again. And I know they've dropped points at home recently to Luton, but I just feel that they will come on strong in the second half of the season.
0: Let us know in the comments. Newcastle and Chelsea. I'm pretty sure there's only two points between them, I yeah. think. And um but I think Chelsea are about to run into a a, a few tough yeah, fixtures, games, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. And I also think with Newcastle, I felt that they were starting to turn a corner. I thought that win at Villa Park was really good. Um yeah, I'd say Newcastle will finish above Chelsea because I'll I'll say it on this Newcastle when you watch them when they when when they've got the players they do have a system Chelsea I watch them and I'm they remind me United before Christmas they've just there's nothing there's, I don't get it and his front three is Maduaki Palmer and Jackson on the left and then I think he finished with Palmer Sterling and I forget he was on the right and I'm like He's got no idea what your front three is. There's no, there's no synergy there. So yeah, I would go Newcastle, but you never know with Chelsea. I mean, I, I predicted they'd be the team of 2024.
1: Well, you, I was, I just started with Newcastle. You said Chelsea, and I've talked you into Newcastle there.
0: Yeah, I, I yeah. That's the powers of persuasion. But, that but I've what got. I'm saying is, it could happen. Anyway, onto the top four race. Neither of those are in the top four race. You've got Man United playing Luton on Sunday. You've got Aston Villa away to Fulham on Saturday. Yeah, I yeah. think, and then we've got Spurs at home to Wolves. Again, I'm going to say all three win, but there are a couple of banana skins there, certainly
1: starting off with United at Luton. that That's going to be a real... Are you nervous th- for that? They're so good at home. Um, and also, uh, sorry, I, I wasn't on the podcast Monday. I was finishing putting up this set, right? I, I, had a a, I had a big grievance with you because all year, even in the depths of the depths, I was back in Luton, Sheffield United. We were having titles and debates on here. Should they be banished from the Premier League? All of a sudden, you're promoting one of the things that you do. Luton Town what a great season they're having aren't they doing well oh I I was really sick on the screen I was like is this AI what's going on you've changed your tune so so dramatically that was
0: so good he couldn't do the podcast on Tuesday and if you want to listen to it it's a good episode but it was just me so I had the Pratt of the Week contenders and I was Pratt of the Week contender for slagging off Luton so of course there was no comeback so I was going oh what's all this about I don't know oh you know give some Luton some respect but I think in relation to this game um they're the only team that got promoted that might stay up and and, and their, their longevity. They remind me of somebody who's in a boxing, it's like Tyson Fury against, you know, a crap boxer who's got the heart of a lion. They're just hanging in there and the longer it goes on, the more they might actually go the distance. And I think that's fantastic for them. I'm glad that they've beaten Newcastle at Luton and I'm glad that they pushed Liverpool to a draw because I think I I, I don't like the idea of Man United going to Luton and everyone going, oh, easy three points, because I I think no. we will get it, but I think it, it will be a tough game. And I actually think in a game like this, you're... Harry Maguire's and you know maybe McTominay in the last twenty minutes could be worth their weight in gold because Luton aren't a footballing team, they're a grafting team, and I think United have got the right mix. But I think I think it will be I'll go United, but. Luton obviously lost that massive game against Sheffield United this might suit them a bit better
1: yeah and I I think for Man United this is almost we keep speaking about this sort of um, the, the youth that's coming through and how exciting that is but this is almost the test of that run isn't it because mm. this is a game that you should be winning you um, can't then, go to Villa and win and then not go to Luton and win if you want to get in that top four. exactly and I think as easy as it is to be like Manchester United are definitely going to win Hoyland's in form Manu Garnacho everything like that this is this is almost the culmination of that in this little run run isn't it to be like three points here we've done it could be one nil, could be dirty but we've done it and we've got the points on the board yeah 100%
0: um I'll go for a win in that one uh Spurs at home to Wolves this is tricky Wolves are so unpredictable though you know I know it was a last minute winner for United with Kobe Mainu but we should have put them to bed they had a dodgy penalty they then I think they went away somewhere and won quite well Wolves I don't think Brentford no no Brentford beat them at their place but they went somewhere away Wolves just before that and won. I forget where it was they're so unpredictable they're a good team and then Spurs were very very lucky in their home game um last against week Brighton. against Brighton so yeah I just feel that Spurs when you win, win when you're playing badly is a big thing to do um I, th- I would go Spurs in this game they need to win it you know if you want to be in it that top four race now. I think look, Chelsea. As, as a United fan, it's brilliant. Wolves beat Chelsea. W- Wolves beat Chelsea. Yeah, if, for a Man United fan, as a Man United fan, it's great. But I think even if it was Newcastle, I'd be saying, "Oh, it's good that they're in a top four race because you want Villa and you want you want you want a bit of a competition." Um, but I think Spurs will beat Wolves.
1: Oh yeah. Um, I I reckon it'll be a score draw because the only time I've really obviously focused on Wolves is in those bigger games like Mm. Man United at the start of the season the Chelsea performance the other week and that's where they've really shown up and especially like with um, the high line that Tottenham have I think like Pedro Neto and people can expose that as well you've
0: got to take your chances that's the thing you've got to take your chances Brighton didn't take their chances and then Fulham uh, we're in London aren't we Villa at Fulham they've lost three of their last home games I don't know what's going on they they, they they did beat Sheffield United in between all that, but that's Sheffield United. Fulham are again ridiculously unpredictable. They can, they've can they put a few teams away this year. What, 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 well, mm, it's, it's like, they I've, need to win. They need to win.
1: I tuned in for that, isn't it? It's, it's so much football that you can watch across everything, but as soon as there's a game on terrestrial TV, I was like, well, I've got to watch this. What an mm. absolute treat this is. So Chelsea-Villa... Villa-Chelsea, I should say, defensively. I mean, it was end-to-end. It was like a basketball game anyway. Defensively, I, I just didn't recognise that Villa. So, like the, yeah. the amount of space that Nicholas Jackson had in that box for the header. Uh, yeah, I just I just, I just don't know what's going on at Aston Villa. I think it is a blip because Unai has got that overall, like Villa are in the one-way, they're going up, they're going to be Champions League contenders for the next four or five years, but got to sort this out.
0: Also for Aston Villa, they've really missed Konza and Torres. They've got Kamara who's just done his knee. I think Villa unfortunately and I like Villa um, and I loved beating them but I do like Villa I think their respect uh, my respect for Villa this season and Emery is is there they've been one of the bright spots of the season and I'd love them to get top four if Man United got it as well or top five I think it will be top five on that apparently Opta said that there's a 77% chance that, that we will get a fifth place spot for Champions well, League well I was looking
1: into it this morning I think we're, we're either top or second in, yeah. the, in
0: the right one so I think that's, yeah, that's I fine I think we're going to get it I think I was just a bit worried because Man United and Newcastle have gone out so next season obviously it's a new Champions League format and Uh, they're going to hand out two extra spots if we get one of those spots top five get Champions League and at the moment there's a very high chance that that will happen Um, which means it will be two out of Villa Spurs and Manchester United and at the moment I do worry about Villa Um, they maybe would they wouldn't have predicted that at the start of the season anyway but I think like you
1: said it's like the artefact isn't it you just need to like Consolidate what you've done last year, which was uh, surpassing what you thought you would do. So if they can get Conference League football again, well they'll get Europa League if they win the Conference League. Exactly. So I think it's just I think they'll win the Conference League. It's consolidating that having European football as a team and and the effect that has and, and becoming that sort of outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think for Villa
0: it's a bump in the road. They've been so good, but as any top person will tell you or manager. Um, I remember Ollie saying this when he went on that run with United Um, I don't want us to lose a game but that's going to be interesting when we do because that's when you find out about what a team and I think Villa have gone through a ridiculous run Um, yes so what else have we got going on in the Premier League I think just quickly it's worth mentioning Monday Night Football Crystal Palace Everton Um, Crystal Palace are in a bad place they are missing some key players Deitch needs to win that one as well. I'm a little bit surprised. We were speaking last week about who would be the next manager to be sacked. Get in the comments and give us your thoughts. I'm starting to think we won't see one, but I'm also thinking... The Hodgson thing, is it becoming a little bit too sentimental? I don't want to see Hodgson get sacked. I no. said at the start of the season, he was my prediction to get sacked. And everyone was like, what are you talking about? They will never sack him. Has that not become a problem now? Because I agree, this is his last job. You look at him, he's like your granddad. You're like, oh, just get him, get him to the end of the season park him in the living room with the the chase, yeah. pair of slippers, cup of tea, Worthy, let him retire. He's worth, you know, we're not being ageist, he's, he's earned it. Yeah. And we're so close to the end of the season, I think everybody, even Crystal Palace, want him to just stay up, move him on. But it, but it's almost becoming to the point where, actually, this is football. It's high-end. You might want to make a change. There are injury issues there, though.
1: Well, I think it's quite ironic because the change they would probably make is to bring Roy Hodgson in if Roy Hodgson wasn't in charge right now yeah. to keep them up. And Maybe if you could
0: it... do that Homer Simpson, Grandpa Simpson, where yeah, he walks sure. in and out the door, you know. <laughs> it's not me.
1: Um, I think the Steve Cooper seems inevitable there. Yeah. And this year with Everton... Or Southgate be great. South, well, I know we did, I wasn't there on Monday, but Southgate looks like he's going to be at England until yeah, at least fantastic. 2026. Absolutely. So that's absolutely fantastic news for the country. It's, it's a scam. Um, but Steve Cooper's inevitable there. So they're in a position where Burnley are going to go down, Sheffield United are going to go down, and one of Everton and Luton are definitely. So there's your four down. Bring Steve Cooper in. If they stay up, it's still relative success. He starts the job off on a good feet. Gets three months to look at the players and know what he wants in terms of who to get rid of in the summer as well. I just think it's a tap in to do that now. Do you not think
0: though that actually it's? I completely empathise and understand Crystal Palace fans, and I'd be fuming because what you never want from your club is a lack of ambition. Yes, and realistically. Our Crystal Palace looking at this and going, Burnley and Sheffield United are never going to stay up. Mm-hmm. Luton and Everton and Forest, we, 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 we'd, we'd fancy our chances to finish above one of those. Yeah. So let's just keep Roy till the summer and leave it. And also, adding to that, Everton and Forest could still get another points deduction, in which case we're never going to go down. It's yeah. almost like, we're crap. We're not doing very well. But let's just keep it as it is. And that's very frustrating because it's February. Yeah.
1: I just think like Steve Cooper is inevitable to be the next Crystal Palace You've mentioned it three times now. <laughs> I'm, I'm his, his agent. I'm his agent. But, I just, but to
0: have if that you say, time... keep saying it, it will happen. <laughs> <But> Southgate <laughs> to Crystal Palace makes sense. He used to play for them. No. It'd be a great move for Gareth. I think Southgate could probably be looking at replacing Ten Hag afterwards.
1: Out. It's if out. The day that happens is the day I camp out Old Trafford. you be getting the vodka from behind the bar. Yeah. Um, No, I I think Steve Cooper now, Jack. I think, but just give him that time because he's going to go in in the summer and have to do that anyway. So why not just do it now? Yeah, I think it's just sentimentality. I really do. Uh, What else we got, Will? Just one we didn't touch on the top floor was Newcastle, Bournemouth, the Eddie Howe derby. But Mm. that could be, I mean, with the result that Luton had there the other week, that could be another bump in the road for Newcastle. Are they at home? They're at home, St James's Park, Mark. Nah, they'll win that. Okay, should we move on to Goldbridge? It's time for Goldbridge. Right, last week, um, if you don't know, if you are new to YouTube, me and Mark pick five scorers each week. If they score, we get a point. If they score, two, but we get two points. Hat trick, three. We pick a defender to score. If he scores, they get three points. It's not happened so far this season. I thought a- you got one. Uh, I don't know if I did. I can't be. remember in the distant memory. And a goalkeeper, clean sheet, point. Mark is winning. 33-31 uh, going into last week. It was a dreadful week. There was a new rule implemented that you couldn't re-pick a player from the previous week yeah. and the only person to get one was you with Jota. So you've got 34, I've got 31. But the main thing is, and I think we can reveal more next week, just yeah. waiting for final confirmation. Where we are right now, you don't fully know, but it's going to play into the forfeit, isn't it? Because yeah. at the end of the season, uh, I mean, I've been embarrassed a few times. Uh, once trudding dog shit every week home. on this podcast. Don't be stupid. Um, uh, I've been embarrassed a few times, so this would be the ultimate embarrassment. This I think. is the best forfeit. You know, you know, other people go. Let's do a charity bet.
0: Whoever gets the most points will give five hundred pounds charity, and then you never hear it again, apart from that opening weekend in August. Well, this 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 one is absolutely fantastic. The forfeit. Just wait till next. We, we, I'd love to tell you now, but we need to get it confirmed first. It will be—I'd oh, be arrogant to say it'll go viral, but it will be ridiculously funny for everybody who watches the podcast. It, it, it will be humiliating, and the person who is filming it, whether it be me or you, will be laughing along at the same time. Well, and it's the, full kit as well.
1: Yeah, and the, also the best bit of that is you can join in in that as well.
0: Yeah, you can be. You can. You can see it happen, and basically, people might be shouting out all sorts all sorts yeah i can think of an uh yeah i can think of words anyway so i'm winning 33 31 which is a little bit close for comfort Sorry, no
1: you're 31 31 34 31 one. um okay it's a little bit close for comfort so who've you got as your first pick yeah so this week i am going uh across to the um sorry i've lost all trail of thought there can you, get you, me first? Go? you go yeah Are you ready we'll just edit it <clears throat> sorry oh, I'm starting right Mark my, my first pick I'm going uh, to Sunday and I'm going for Ben Briarton Diaz to score for Sheffield United against Brighton
0: lovely stuff very very niche I'm trying to see my phone here it keeps getting in the way of the mic uh, okay my first pick uh, might seem a little bit niche uh, but that's me I'm going to go with Ivan Tony to score how against... is that niche? it's at home to Liverpool
1: Yeah, but he's literally... Liverpool are good defensively. He literally just scored two last week or one last week. Yeah, but I didn't have him last week. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that's niche. I think you need to look at your... Well, I'm going Ivan Tony against Liverpool. It's obvious. Watch out your descriptive words, please. Uh, For me, I'm going to Arsenal next. Uh, They're playing Burnley and I'm going to go for Martin Odegaard. Martin Odegaard against Burnley. Remember to get your comments in below, play along. It's always nice to
0: read the comments and see the time dates on them because some people will cheat on Monday and go, mm, mm, mm. and I five. look at the dates. Oh, look at me. I'm brilliant. Um, but yeah, love, love to look at that in the comments. You can play against this on an individual basis, actually. That's even better. See how you did. Uh, okay, I'm going to go second choice. I'm going to go to uh, Turf Moor, Burnley, and I'm going to go Trozard, Inform,
1: Arsenal. Yeah, that's a really good pick, actually. Well done. You have done a bit of research today, then, haven't you? Yeah, two minutes before we start. Uh, pick three for me. I'm going to go for a man that I've not picked for two weeks, so it is allowed and it is getting tense. I'm going for James Madison. James Madison, he loves him. Same game for me. I don't think I picked him last week. Uh, I'm going to go
0: with Son against Wolves. No, you're
1: fine. You're fine. I get mixed up with Charlison. Yeah, I get mixed up with FPL. And then I'd, I'd got the wrong game week and I'd gone back to the Everton game and I was like, he's got two points, but it was the wrong week. So everybody calmed down. Yeah. Uh, a man I should have picked... I spoke about it. I debated it. I backed him all year. Didn't back him last week and he scored. So I'm going for Colton Morris to score for Luton against Manchester United.
0: Okay, I didn't pick him last week. He's got three in his
1: last three. I'm going to go Rasmus, Rasmus, Rasmus. So yeah, what we are doing is falling back into old habits. But I think that's good because there's little narratives behind your pick. We have a week yeah. on, week off as yeah, well. Yeah, you're it's very tactical. good mates with, with Rasmus as well now, aren't you? Um, I'm going to go for i do i'm gonna go for darwin nunes in the liverpool game
0: interesting i'm gonna complete my five with leon bailey for aston villa
1: away against fulham that, now that is, is niche. niche that is niche um defender i get to go first so i'm going for william saliba Ooh, interesting. oh interesting i thought you'd have him no i've
0: gone really niche again i remember i said about luton it's going to be physical yeah let's get physical it's Harry Maguire with a sweatband on.
1: Nice. Okay. I love yeah, that. Yeah, I fancy that. Um, clean sheet wise, I'm going to go a bit rogue here. Not too rogue, but I'm going to go for Emmy Martinez against Fulham. Okay. I, I'm all in on United getting a clean sheet here
0: because yeah. I've gone for. Oh, Nana. What's my name? Yeah, love Oh, Nana. What's my name? So, right, you can play along. Five goal scorers from the Premier League weekend. You get a point for every goal they score. Pick a defender to score. Never happened, but you get three if you get the defender and then pick a goalkeeper if you clean sheet. So you need seven names, basically. It's 34 to 31. Correct. And uh, I need that gap to start opening because I'm starting to get worried about this uh, forfeit reveal, which is both creative and humiliating.
1: Yeah, all I'll say is we'll both have to get in shape because we'll be very exposed.
0: Creative and humiliating. It reminds me of this time at at secondary school where we uh, got the uh, class bully. and sellotape and sellotaped him to a tree a whole roll
1: that just sounds like you were the bully and you just picked on a kid no he
0: was a bully and the funny thing was where we sellotaped him to a tree was the main walkway down to the bus park and from a distance it looked like he was shagging a tree because you can't see the sellotape he was literally he's trying to get out well that could be the
1: (laughs) it's hilarious do that again like this
0: (laughs) it's brilliant sellotape someone to a tree really really well and as they tried to get out it looks like they're shagging a tree no
1: sellotape sellotape when you how old is he oh he's about 12. You, at 12 years old you should be able to break out a sellotape mate it was about four rolls on him nah I'll have to have a look at that. maybe that could be the end of the forfeit sellotape there's a tree it? around there you could get sellotape you can't you can't you, you'd have to be gaffer if dude. you put four rolls and you start round the waist no you I'm can't s- get out of that oh, I'm gonna do that we'll do a video if you yeah I'd say go sellotape's will to a
0: tree versus gaffer million views
1: yeah that's that's the content right, want to sellotape do. me to a tree yeah, with gaffer. What what who's the gaffer? He's yeah, No, gaffer it. tape. No.
0: It's it's not funny then. People can see the tape. You've got to put it cellophane. can probably get
1: see-through gaffer
0: tape. You can tape. get see-through gaffer tape, yeah. All right. It's it's hilarious. It's creative and humiliating as I said.
1: Yeah, lovely stuff. Really looking forward to that then. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. I mean, what a way to finish. Um Birmingham City won on Tuesday. Hopefully they win. Oh, it's the first podcast so I've got to get a little bit in there. Yeah. Loads more win. stuff coming out. Uh more interviews, more fun. We'll be doing a lot more together. More of these. Yeah. It's nice to see you. Yeah. I thought Uh, you were uh, fake. Hopefully
0: I'll have a pint next time. Maybe two.
1: A cocktail and and a pint. And how would you pick them up and put them down? What do you mean? You'd get like that, wouldn't you? (laughs) Lovely stuff. Get that clipped.
0: Okay. Thanks everyone for watching. (laughs) Make sure you smash a like on the video and remember, if you can't watch it all as a visual, you can listen to it as an audio and likewise the other way. Goldbridge saves football. Smash a like. Get your comments in. Thanks, Will.
1: Thanks, Mark. Speak to you later. (laughs) The <laughs>